Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. This podcast is sponsored by Blackout Coffee. Kickstart your day with a delicious cup of American-made Blackout Coffee. Family-owned, premium coffee, fresh roasted, and shipped out within 48 hours of roasting. Look, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's like taking the beans right out of the roaster and putting them in your cup. Go to blackoutcoffee.com, promo code PDB, for 20% off your first purchase. It's Thursday, 15 February. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. We'll kick things off in the Middle East, where negotiations for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas continue to drag on as mediators struggle to bridge the divide between the two sides on a number of critical issues. Later, we'll look at Kim Jong-un's latest provocation on the Korean Peninsula. Seriously, he has got to get a hobby other than just provoking angst on the Korean Peninsula. We'll also look at Ukraine's most recent naval victory over Russia in the Black Sea. And in today's Back of the Brief, we'll discuss rising concerns over illegal border crossings by Chinese nationals, which have increased by a staggering 500% in the San Diego sector alone since last year. But first up, the PDB Spotlight. We'll begin in the Middle East with the latest regarding the complex ceasefire negotiations between Israel and Hamas. CIA Director William Burns, who was in Egypt for negotiations on Tuesday, left the region without making any material progress on a ceasefire deal between Israel and Hamas to free the remaining hostages being held in Gaza. And that's according to a Wall Street Journal report. Burns held discussions throughout Tuesday with his counterparts from Israel and Egypt, along with the Prime Minister of Qatar, in an effort to move the needle on the stalled negotiations. While there were no breakthroughs, the discussions will continue for another three days or so between lower-level officials, according to the New York Times. Egyptian and American officials familiar with the discussions called them promising, but said there remains a wide gulf between Israel and Hamas on key issues. The parties remain at odds over the potential duration of a ceasefire, as well as how many Palestinian prisoners Israel would release in exchange for the remaining hostages. Israeli negotiators have said that Hamas's demands for a deal are wildly unrealistic, 
Even President Biden has described the Hamas list of demands as, quote, over the top. While the Biden administration and mediators in Egypt and Qatar have sought at least a six-week pause in fighting to facilitate a hostage swap, Hamas is seeking a longer-term ceasefire, potentially lasting more than four months, as well as the withdrawal of Israeli forces from key areas of Gaza and the release of a large number of Palestinian prisoners, including those serving life sentences. Their original demands had Hamas insisting that they be responsible for naming at least one-third of the released prisoners. The negotiations come as Israel is preparing for a potential incursion into the city of Rafah in southern Gaza to root out Hamas fighters. It's estimated that roughly 1.2 million Palestinians have taken refuge in the city, and concerns, of course, are mounting over the potential for civilian casualties should Israel move in. For their part, Israel has proposed an evacuation plan for Rafah that involves building 15 campsites of around 25,000 tents each in the southwestern part of the Gaza Strip. These camps would include field hospitals, sanitation facilities, and access to water, and the areas would be overseen by Egypt. Officials in the region, however, have not publicly commented on the proposal. Egyptian mediators have reportedly warned Hamas that they likely have less than two weeks to agree to a tentative ceasefire outlined with Israel to avert a military invasion of Rafah. The Israelis consider Rafah the group's last remaining stronghold. Israeli officials do not appear as hopeful as their U.S. counterparts that a deal with Hamas will materialize. An official with Netanyahu's office said Wednesday, that they will not be sending an Israeli delegation back to Cairo for follow-up talks until Hamas shows that they are willing to take the discussions seriously. The unnamed official said, quote, Israel did not receive any new proposal in Cairo from Hamas on the release of our hostages, and that Israel would not give in to Hamas's delusional demands. The official added that, quote, a change in Hamas's position will allow the negotiations to advance. As the ceasefire talks continue through Friday without Israel, things are heating up again along Israel's northern border with Lebanon. Israel carried out extensive airstrikes in southern Lebanon on Wednesday after a Hezbollah rocket struck a military base near the city of Safed, killing an Israeli soldier and wounding eight others. The escalation threatens to derail a proposal from France for a truce between Israel and Hezbollah, which seeks to ensure the back and forth at Israel's northern border doesn't devolve into a full-blown war. Now, the fundamental problem with the negotiations between Israel and the Iran-backed Hamas is this. Israel has repeatedly stated that their primary objective is ensuring that Hamas no longer has the ability to govern Gaza and to continue its efforts to attack and destroy Israel. Obviously, on the other side of the equation, Hamas has no desire or intention to give up its position of power in Gaza. Bottom line, considering those two diametrically opposed positions, there's no room for compromise. Coming up after the break, we'll discuss the latest provocation by Kim Jong-un on the Korean Peninsula, as well as the recent blow that Ukraine dealt to Russia's navy off the coast of Crimea. I'll be right back. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Welcome back. Kim Jong-un is once again engaging in provocations on the Korean Peninsula as the regime continues to ratchet up tensions with their neighbors in the South. It's like every day Kim wakes up and chooses confrontation. Officials with the South Korean military said that North Korea fired multiple cruise missiles into the sea on Wednesday, marking their fifth test of these weapons since the new year began. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff did not elaborate on how many missiles were fired, and intelligence officials in South Korea and U.S. said they were still, quote, conducting a detailed analysis, according to a report by Fox News. It was the sixth missile launch by North Korea this year, which includes their testing of a solid-fuel intermediate-range missile on January 14th, which was outfitted with a hypersonic warhead. The latest test followed a recent warning by South Korean officials that the Kim regime was preparing to test fire an intercontinental ballistic missile within the month. In a statement Wednesday, South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said, quote, while strengthening surveillance and vigilance, our military is cooperating closely with the United States and closely monitoring additional signs and activities from North Korea, end quote. As we've discussed regularly on the PDB, North Korea has been aggressively escalating tensions on the Korean Peninsula ever since launching a spy satellite last November aboard an ICBM. Since then, we've seen the collapse of a 2018 inter-Korean pact, renewed military activity along the DMZ, and several provocative ballistic and cruise missile launches by the Kim regime. These provocations also included the testing of a nuclear-capable underwater attack drone in January that could reportedly be used to target naval vessels and U.S. ports in the region. That weapon can allegedly trigger a large radioactive wave through an underwater explosion, I know it sounds very Bond-like, although doubts remain about its true capabilities. In January, North Korea effectively cut off diplomatic ties with South Korea and ended their decades-long commitment to reunification. Kim Jong-un also continues to use aggressive rhetoric, threatening to annihilate South Korea with nuclear weapons if provoked. Yeah, that's, that's aggressive rhetoric. Amid the ongoing threats, we're also learning that North Korea successfully hacked the personal communications of an aide to the South Korean president. That's according to an exclusive BBC report. The concerning breach in security reportedly occurred last November, though tight-lipped officials didn't reveal what information was accessed. 
It marks the first time that North Korea's increasingly sophisticated cyber hacking operations successfully infiltrated the device of a member of the president's staff. Now, it's worth noting that any advancements or improvements in North Korea's cyber shenanigans can be attributed to assistance, training, and support from either China or Russia, or both. Shifting gears to the war with Russia, the Ukrainian military has scored another major naval victory against Russian forces off the coast of Crimea. As we've previously discussed on the PDB, Ukraine's efforts against Russia's navy have been a singular bright spot for leaders in Kyiv as they continue to grapple with Moscow's ground forces on the front lines in Ukraine. Officials with the Ukraine military said Wednesday that they had successfully sank a large Russian landing ship in the Black Sea in an operation involving naval drones. The drones struck the port side of the landing ship known as the Cesar Kunikov, puncturing critical holes in the vessel, according to a report by CNN. The operation was reportedly carried out by Ukraine's Group 13, and that's a special forces unit under Kyiv's military intelligence agency. Officials told CNN that Ukraine has now, quote, disabled a third of the Russian Black Sea fleet. Since the outbreak of the war, Ukraine has destroyed or disabled 25 of Russia's naval vessels, along with a submarine. These are believed to comprise more than 30% of Russia's warships. The landing ship had reportedly been docked in the area for about 10 days, as Russian forces loaded it with weapons and military equipment. Ukrainian officials said they believed the vessel was fully loaded at the time of the drone strike. NATO's Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg called the operation a, quote, great victory for Ukrainians and noted that their successes against Russia's Black Sea Fleet have opened up a shipping corridor in the region, allowing Ukraine to efficiently move their grain exports to the European market. Stoltenberg added, quote, few believe this was possible just a few months ago. But now, actually, the export of grain from Ukraine takes place even without an agreement with Russia, end quote. Ukrainian authorities have said that the grain exports have now returned to pre-war levels. All right, coming up in today's Back of the Brief, we'll discuss rising concerns over the substantial increase in illegal border crossings into the U.S. by Chinese nationals. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of 3 hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know, that sounds like, like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves, with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com 
and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true, finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. In today's Back of the Brief, officials are raising concerns over the substantial increase in Chinese migrants crossing through the porous U.S. southern border. Recently released figures from U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials show illegal crossings by Chinese nationals in the San Diego sector have increased by more than 500% since this time last year. CBP agents said that since October 1st, the start of the new fiscal year, more than 20,000 Chinese nationals have poured across the border, and that's according to a report by Fox News. CBP agents say the Chinese are now the fastest-growing demographic illegally entering the U.S., in a shocking illustration of this increase, CBP agents said earlier this week they arrested 269 Chinese migrants in a single day in the San Diego sector. Now, to put that into perspective, for the entire 2021 fiscal year, the CBP only reported 450 encounters with Chinese nationals at the U.S. border. 450 encounters in the entire fiscal year. And earlier this week, we had 269 in one day. The rapid influx is raising national security concerns as fears grow that some of these nationals could have ties to China's Communist Party. Do you think? Officials have noted that the majority of Chinese migrants are military-age single males. Now, Brandon Judd, the president of the National Border Patrol Council, told Fox News, quote, That is a very scary prospect. We know that China doesn't like us. Okay, that's not a statement of the obvious. Oh, it is. We know that we are in the crosshairs of China. 
and they are exporting so many people to our country, and you have to really fear about that, end quote. The concerns echo those recently expressed by a group of former top FBI officials in a letter to Congress. They noted that military-aged men, quote, are landing in waves on our soil by the thousands, and added that it is, quote, difficult to overstate the danger represented by the presence inside our borders of what is comparatively a multi-division army of young single adult males from hostile nations, end quote. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Thursday, 15 February. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker. I'll be back later today with the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.